Good morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Today is Thursday, May 19th, 2022. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. Another day, another stupid Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo take. This one comes from Ryan Harris, former offensive lineman. He joined CBS Sports HQ to talk about Trey Lance and Justin Fields. And he threw in a surprise for who the Niners week one starter is going to be. I'm here to tell you after people I talked to, everyone I spoke to expected Jimmy Garoppolo to start this game. Now just look at Trey Lance. His completion percentage was high. He had a couple of ratings, of passer ratings of 115 plus last year, according to NFL on CBS. But from players I talked to and coaches I talked to over at the 49ers, Trey Lance really is leaving a lot to be desired in terms of the fitness of his arm, whether or not he can digest the playbook and can really start to process the game at a higher level. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The Niners have invited these takes by continuing to have Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster. They have chosen violence. Trey Lance has played 10 quarters and even the most critical analysis of his play would say that he was both up and down. But guess what? So was can't-miss prospect Trevor Lawrence of the Jags and Zach Wilson of the Jets and Justin Fields of the Bears and even Mac Jones of the Patriots. So why don't we see any of this kind of talk about those guys? The answer is simple, because there's no competition for them. Their teams cleared the decks, so it doesn't matter if they have some bad plays or sketchy film because the team has no other option but to start them. Obviously, in San Francisco, because of Jimmy Garoppolo, that's not the case. Although I do imagine this kind of slander is going to get old for Trey Lance really, really quickly. Second of all, shout out to Jason Aponte of the Sprint Right Option podcast who tweeted this yesterday, and he's absolutely right. Quote, the 49ers have a bunch of turnover with their coaching staff, new running back and quarterback coach. Mike McDaniel, not the offensive coordinator anymore, yet somehow every report about Trey Lance struggling starts with, people I've spoken to. Who would that be? The new people who haven't worked with him? Kyle? F*** out of here. That is a great point by Jason that honestly I should have realized myself. Like who are these analysts talking to? Jason mentioned it but he didn't mention all of it. The Niners have a new quarterback coach, new running back coach, new wide receiver coach, new tight end coach. So where's all this information coming from exactly? These coaches haven't even gotten to really work with these players yet. Let's try and think about this critically and break it down. If the Niners have a bunch of new coaches, that means they also have a lot of ex-coaches out there too, right? Could it be that some, or maybe one, of those coaches wasn't really on board with the Trey Lance pick to begin with? And maybe they might not be shy about sharing their opinion? Maybe they may have gone on a podcast recently and talked about traits they like to see in a quarterback? Look, I don't know if it's Rich Scangarello. I don't know if it's some of the other coaches. Like I said, the Niners have a bunch of ex-coaches around the league. But I think it's pretty obvious that that's who these people are talking to because how could any of the new coaches know anything, really? So, it you know, take all this stuff with a giant grain of salt. It's crazy to me. We have seen the full gamut of Trey Lance reports. Remember when he first started, it was, oh, he throws the ball too hard. Then we had a report this offseason that the Niners were disappointed in his arm. Like, what? (laughs) It's crazy. The only solace that you can take from this whole thing is the fact that it looks like the 49ers have sort of cleaned house a little bit. 
And anybody that wasn't all in on Trey or totally on board with Trey is not with the organization anymore. So everybody's pulling in the same direction, which is exactly what they should be doing. That is a good sign. You don't want somebody in the building that doesn't believe in Trey because you want everybody fully invested in his success. Because as he goes, the team goes. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Thursday, if you are waiting for a Jimmy Garoppolo trade, Albert Breer helped you out in his mailbag column yesterday by setting the over-under date at July 1st. Now, he lists two reasons for this. First, the obvious one, Garoppolo has to prove that he's healthy. And the second, well, you should probably go read it for that. One thing to watch, my interview with Guy Haberman will be live on the Niners Nation YouTube page later today. Please, please, please go check that out. Should be up by mid-afternoon. Guy gave just phenomenal advice on cooking a steak and the best take on the Kyle Shanahan-Jimmy Garoppolo relationship that I have ever heard. One thing you may have missed, free agent defensive back James Bradbury reached a one-year $10 million deal with the Eagles yesterday. He's a former pro bowler and a very, very solid corner. Exactly the type of player I was wishing the Niners would add before the season began. That's a wrap on today's 49ers in 5. Please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Enjoy your Thursday, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow.